Welcome to the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I focus on your spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being to help you be the best leader possible. Each episode explores research and practical tips so you can be a non-anxious presence personally and professionally. And now, here's the show. Welcome to episode 191 of the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama. Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that another round of Family Systems 101, a free course using my book, If You Met My Family, You'd Understand, starts this coming September 27th and will run every Tuesday night from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time until December 13th. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to get more information and to sign up. And now, without further ado, here is episode 191, Eight Questions to Help You Through Challenging Situations. If you follow my work, you know that I talk a lot about self-awareness and intentionality. Self-differentiation is the opposite of automatically reacting. Being able to self-regulate our primitive responses so that we can be thoughtful and intentional, so we can be self-aware of what's going on inside of us and then act with integrity in the moment of choice is what being a non-anxious leader is all about. Lately, I've also been big on reflection and preparation. More often than not, we are unable to act in accordance with our own goals and values in the midst of anxious situations. Reflection enables us to process what happened in those moments when we weren't able to self-regulate and or when we weren't able to act in accordance with our own goals and values in a non-anxious way while remaining emotionally connected. Preparation helps us in a similar way to prepare for situations that we may be able to anticipate, and it helps us to formulate how we want to respond so that we have a better chance of being a non-anxious presence. This episode goes through eight questions that will help you during the reflection and preparation process so that you can be more self-aware and intentional in anxious situations. It comes from a Substack article by Dr. Kathleen Smith, who is a member of the faculty at the Bowen Center for the Study of Family at Georgetown University. The article is actually focused on how to respond to major crises such as a school shooting and how self-differentiated persons can actually be a part of the solution to larger issues in our society. This episode can certainly apply to dealing with challenging issues in our society, but it's also about how we can deal with any challenging situation. The article is from May 26th in Smith's Substack feed. It is called Becoming More Responsible in a Chaotic World, and she starts with a quote from Murray Bowen, quote, a person working towards responsibility and self is always aware of their responsibility to others. As they devote primary energy to self, they automatically become more responsible toward others and less irresponsibly over-involved with others, end quote. 
Bowen's quote is a great reminder that self-differentiation is not selfishness. It's not self-centeredness. In fact, by becoming more differentiated, one actually becomes more connected in healthy ways to others and also develops a higher tolerance for the pain of others so as not to get over-involved, so as not to over-function in the lives of others. This is what it means to take responsibility for self and to feel responsible in a healthy way to others. Anytime we face a challenge, it is helpful to understand the emotional process that's going on in the system, whether that is a family of origin, a congregation, or an organization. There are clues that help us to understand when people within the system are not responding in a helpful way. The first is that they avoid talking about the subject altogether, or they go to the other extreme and the intensity of the challenge becomes so great that it becomes all-encompassing. In either situation, a challenge is likely to become a problem. A second sign that a system is not handling things well is when they find a scapegoat. At the societal level, this could be blaming people from the other political problems for the problems in society, and in the relationship level, this can be blaming somebody either outside or inside of the system for the challenge at hand. For example, when a church is experiencing declining membership and attendance, they might blame the non-denominational church down the street that is growing and bringing in young families. I've seen this happen in multiple situations. Scapegoating enables people to avoid taking responsibility for self. Another sign that people are not differentiating in a system is when they look for a quick fix. This is generally looking for a way to relieve symptoms as opposed to finding an effective approach to the challenge that might result in a long-term solution. Related to this is when people focus on feeling-related solutions rather than thoughtful ones because their reactions are based on managing their own anxiety and not dealing with the challenge. It's important to note that all of these approaches do have some effect in stabilizing the system but they do so more by enabling people to avoid taking responsibility for self as well as by managing the anxiety, but they don't address the actual challenge itself. The questions that I'm going to go through are direct quotes from Dr. Kathleen Smith's Substack article, and each of the questions will help you grow in self-awareness and intentionality during times of reflection and preparation. Question number one is, what reactions are more about relieving my own immediate anxiety than solving a problem? Now, I want to note here that Smith uses the term problem, but I like Edwin Friedman's approach of challenge because a challenge only becomes a problem when we can't handle it. But anyway, she's asking, what reactions are more about relieving my own immediate anxiety than solving a problem or challenge? I find this a really helpful question because it gets at the issue of taking responsibility for self to respond to the challenge in a healthy way. If what we are doing is more intended to relieve our own anxiety, it's likely to involve an emotional process like triangling someone else over-functioning, or under-functioning to avoid the challenge altogether. Question number two is, how have I become over-involved in others' responses rather than focusing on my own? The crux of this question is, 
Are you trying to get others to change or are you focused on what you can do? Remember, the only person you can change is yourself. And if you try to change others, you're going to get stuck in a conflict of wills. Question number three is, when have I focused on blaming others as a way of managing my own reactivity? This one is pretty obvious. If you have found a scapegoat and you focus on them, you are less likely to act intentionally with integrity. Question number four, how do I make the time to define my thinking about the best way forward? This is a more practical question about having time for reflection and preparation, and it's really focused on self-definition. It's really focused on taking the time to think about your own goals and values, where you believe God is leading, so you can actually determine what you want to do to respond to the challenge. If you don't make the time for this type of work, for this type of reflection and preparation, you more likely will be at the mercy of your own automatic reactions. I think it's important to identify whether you are better at doing this type of work while sitting still or while moving. I fall into the latter category, so I'm much better off walking, running, doing dishes, or doing yard work when I want to reflect and prepare. If you're the kind of person who needs to be still, then it's important to make space and time to be in a quiet place where you can reflect and prepare. Either way, understanding what works best for you will help you to be more intentional about taking time for reflection and preparation. Question number five is, how do I know when I'm anxiously focused on a problem rather than thoughtfully focused? This is a challenging one because there's a real subtlety to it. You can be thinking about a challenge without it becoming obsessive or without avoiding it. But if your focus tends to be more on the challenge itself in a way that creates anxiety, you want to take a step back and ask yourself the question, what can I do in the situation? By moving it from the external to the internal, you have a better chance of thinking clearly. Question number six asks, in the past, when have I somehow managed to become more responsible to others and to hard problems? How the heck was I able to do this? I would say that you want to ask this question anytime you're thinking about how to be more responsible to others or how to take more responsibility for self. Either way, reflecting on past successes can help you transfer some of those successes into the present and the future. People tend to think about reflection as being more about when we fail to self-differentiate, but it's also good to celebrate the successes and think about what may be possible so that you are more likely to repeat it in the future. Question number seven is, how do I want to be more responsible for myself so that I have the energy and brain power to do hard things? Again, this is all about what you can do. Even when you find that others in the system are making it hard for you, being able to know when you need to ask for more space or more help or more time from another person is taking responsibility for self. And of course, there's also the issue of self-care, making sure that you take care of your physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being will put you in a better position to do hard things and to act with integrity. And finally, question number eight is, what does it look like for me to be responsible to my community, to my country, to the world? 
This one transfers the whole approach from issues and challenges in relationship systems to ones that deal with issues of social, economic, environmental, and racial justice, along with all the many challenges that we face as a world. For people of faith, it's also a reminder of the call to make a difference in the world for God. I like these questions because they enable us to think clearly, to think about what's going on inside of us and what's going on in the systems in which we function, whether that's a family of origin, a congregation, an organization, a community, or a world. Thinking about what our role is in it and how other people are functioning in the system, not so that we can try to change them so that we can manage how we function ourselves is really the most important thing. And then being able to reflect on that and prepare how we're going to respond to that particular challenge, to the challenges that we face. This is what it means to be self-aware and intentional. And this is why preparation and reflection are so important. Being a non-anxious leader doesn't happen automatically. It doesn't just come from studying family systems theory. It takes work to apply what we understand about relationship systems and then to follow through with it when the rubber hits the road, to follow through with it in those moments when we have to deal with other people. If we can do that, we're not going to be successful all the time. At best, we'll probably only be successful half the time, but that's okay because if we can do it Even that often, we will make a difference in the world. That's it for episode 191. Don't forget to go to the show notes and find the link to Family Systems 101. You can also connect with me at thenonanxiousleader.com or send me an email at jack at christian-leaders.com. Until next time, thanks and goodbye. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful, there are two things you can do to help others find this podcast. First, tap the subscribe button on your podcast app. And second, leave a review. I appreciate your help. Finally, you can find more resources as well as subscribe to my blog at thenonanxiousleader.com. Now, go be yourself.